We are learning this holy letter from the Balatanya, which is letter number 12 in the holy letters, which is the act of charity. It's peace, it's harmony, and the inner dimension, the obsession with charity brings a guaranteed, silent, never-ending tranquility. We are going deep into this to understand the depth and the enormity of what the Balatanya is explaining in this holy letter, which we know that the Tanya is the Torah Shebeksav of Torah It is the beginning of the works that were that is meant to reveal the secrets of the Balshemtev, the secrets that the Holy Balshemtev wrote in the famous letter that he had a revelation on Rosh Hashanah. And he entered into the portal and to the palace of Mashiach. And he asked him, when are you going to come? And Mashiach told him, when your wellsprings, your knowledge that you were given to usher in, to beginning of the ushering in of the Messianic era, the beginning of the Eitz HaChayim, this energy, this life, this secret of humanity, the secret of the purpose of the world, which was sitting by Adam Arishan and Chava right in the beginning in paradise, which they would have been able to eat from that. They would have been able to eat from that fruit. And they would have been able to live forever. Which means they would have been able to unlock the secret of humanity. They would have been able to touch an everlasting, never-ending life, which is going to be the life of the Messianic era. The beginning of that was given to the Holy Baal Shem Tev, because he said, when your wellsprings will be revealed into the whole entire world, and every simple person would be able to eat from that fruit, from the fruit of life, from the tree of life. Eitz Chaim Hila The Torah is Eitz Chaim to those who support it, to those who ponder over it, to those who work at it. To understand the inner dimension of what that means. To see the whole entire Torah with one foot, to be on one foot and to understand it. To grasp the Eitzachayim that's in the Torah, the life force that's in the Torah. Which means to understand the secret of the Holy Torah. 
which means not to learn the whole Torah, not only to learn it, but to understand what the Torah teaches you, to change through the lenses of the Torah, to know the whole entire Torah. And as we have said, a person could learn in Koyla for 40 years, 50 years. And you will ask them, what is the whole entire Torah on one foot? And they will say, that's precisely what Hillel Azokin said. What you hate, don't do to your friend. And without the holy Hasidic masters, one does not understand. One could learn for 50 years in Koyla. One does not understand the connection with that sentence, with the whole entire Torah. So to understand the essence of Madalach Sani Al to understand how this is not something that doesn't make sense, and this is not only something that's cryptic, but to understand the inner dimension of those words, and to understand and see it in every single pasuk in the Torah. That is the true life force. That is the secret of the whole entire Torah. That it should be a Eitzachayim to those who are machzik in it. And that gift was given to the Balshamtiv to be able to unleash Eitzachayim. The Eitzachayim that's in the Torah. Not everybody is able to see the tree of life in the Torah. Not everybody is even able to see the life that's in the Torah. Like the Gemara says that if you are Zoyche, then the Torah becomes a Samachayim. It becomes the poison of life. It becomes the herb of life, the secret of life. But if not, it becomes the poison of the opposite of life. And to understand what this means, it's an entirety. One must go back to the source because you have to understand original sin. We have to understand how enormous it is to be, to be able to tap into, to be able to touch the Eitzachayim before the time of the Messianic era, to be able to know the inner, inner, inner dimension of the Torah, which is the wellsprings that was given to the Baal Shem Tev. And the Holy Balatanya capsulated those wellsprings of the, of the book of life, the gift of life, the tree of life. It was like the famous story with the Holy Hasidic Master who came to the Balatanya and he said, how did you take such an awesome, infinite God and put him into such a tiny book? We have to understand that to be able to touch, to be able to scratch the surface, to be able to just have a glimmer of what the Balatanya saw with his enormous panoramic view is to dwell on this letter for who knows how many sure and to try to scratch the surface, which means to uncover layer after layer after layer of what the Holy Balatanya is saying over here, and to see that every word contains hundreds of pages 
of explanation. And to be able to see how that radically transforms your life, to be able to understand what means, what is our mission of our life, what is the mission of the Torah. A few thousand years, deputized with this Torah, deputized with this story. What is God trying to accomplish with this world? And to see it in every Pasuk in the Torah. For that was spending enormous time to go deep into this, to see it from every angle. And on this letter he explains that the secret of the whole entire Torah is to unleash compassion, to bring down Rachmanus on the world, to bring down God's compassion, to make you a partner with the divine. That even though you were created from Adama, even though you came from the land, from the ground, that you should reach up and tap into Adama Elyon. You should unleash an energy which shows that body and soul are interchangeable and body and soul are the same thing. Because the beginning of Parshas Bereshis is to show you Everything was created by God. Everything is God. Everything is created by God. And the separation of the first day is the separation between light and darkness, which is the beginning of the idea of body and soul. And the separation of heaven and earth is the, the continuation of the difference between body and soul. And the separation of Adam and Chava is again the continuation of the difference between body and soul. And the difference between the sun and the moon is again the difference between body and soul. And to begin to see it from the Kabbalist eyes, to be able to understand that God wanted the story of Adam and Chava. Where he represents the soul, Neshama Lachal Neshama is the creator of the world, the soul of all the souls, the animation, Vayipach Bap of Nishmas Chayim, the energy of the whole entire world, the Koyach Apoyel Benifil, the energy that gives, that animates the whole entire world. And that us, the Jewish people, we represent the Shekhinah, we represent the part of the world that holds that revelation of God. I took you out of Mitzrayim. I made you. I created you so I can dwell in you. I can interact with you. I can permeate within you. That the light of God could dwell and interact through you and with you. Which is the secret of dwelling. The secret of creation. The secret of birth. Which is the difference between heaven and earth. Heaven gives the water. Earth gives the secret of birth. The secret of fruit. The secret of fruition. The secret of creation in its most regal, royal, infinite state. To put in a seed into the ground and to take out a fruit, a luscious fruit. And not to understand where that liquid came from. Not to understand... Where did that come from? To understand the infinity that lies deep within the earth because in the beginning of the seven days of creation, six days of creation, God separates His energies. 
And he traps the secret of birth deep inside the belly of the earth. And he traps the secret of birth deep inside the womb of a woman. And he traps the secret of birth deep inside the womb of the Jewish nation. And this is the secret of marriage. This is the secret of Olam Achava. This is the secret of Shamayim and Oretz. This is the secret of Kuchibrichu and Shechinte. This is the secret of the whole entire purpose of creation of the world. And to realize that God represents Odama Elyoy. And Odama Chava, the way they are down here in this world, father and mother, husband and wife represent together. They represent Odama Tachtoin, which is Chava, which is Isha, which is the Makabal. So every single time you look at a man in his purest form, even though he's a man, and even though he's a, married to a woman, but in his purest form, he represents God. And every time you look at a woman in her purest form, she represents the Jewish people. And it is true in the macro sense, husband and wife, both are the woman of God. Both are the body in where the soul of God will dwell. And as deep as this goes, this demands tremendous meditation to understand the purpose of the world. To understand the purpose of the Torah, which means to go back to Bereshus. Which is to see the enormity of the mission. Which is to understand that the soul has no outlet unless it's dwelling deep inside the body. And the body has no purpose unless it's deeply interactive with the soul. And to, begin, to begin to understand the original sin, to begin to understand the Mishcha de Chivya, the serpent skin that he talks about in Tanya, is to begin to understand the separation of the serpent, the snake, the Nochash that came that tried to seduce Chava. which is to understand the beginning of all a fragmentation in the world, to see that Adam Arishin, when he split into Adam and Chava, Adam Arishin represents the soul, and Chava represents the body, and the snake represents the idealization of the body, the separation of body and soul. What happens when you separate the body of the, and the soul? What happens if you separate the ground from its life force? Can the ground ever give birth if it's not seeded with seed? Bodies come from the earth and they go back to the earth. But a body that's intermingled and interactive with a soul will produce birth in any form. The physical heart that's animated with the blood, with the soul of the heart, will generate emotions. 
But if a physical heart is just purely after lust, if it's purely after animalistic inclinations, its end will be death. Its end will be just the idolization of the body. And the purpose of the separation in man, soul and body, is so husband and wife can interact with each other all the time. Husband can dwell in the wife and the wife can be yearning for the husband, which is the secret of the soul and body interacting with each other all the time. The soul needs to animate. And the body needs to animate. They both need animation. They both need interactivity. They both need dwelling. And they're both seeking two opposite things. The soul seeks to animate. And the body seeks to be animated. And each one brings something enormous to the table. But the body on its own is death. And if the body doesn't get its interaction, if the body doesn't go and get animated by the soul, then the body serves no purpose. But the, the snake is the separation of the body and the soul. The idea that the body is to be idolized on its own. The body is an enormous seductive power. The body of everything. The body of food. The body of everything has enormous seductive power. But deep in the body there's tremendous energy. There's tremendous creative power. And that's the reason why the body is so seductive. But to get caught up with the taiva lainayim, to get caught up with the body and its externalities, is the beginning of all failure of this experiment of man. Because the goal of Adam is that Adam and Chava should become one, which means that to go deep into the earth and to get its creative pregnant potential, the secret of the infinity that lies within the earth, which means to uncover the body of the earth, to go deep inside, which means to develop compassion, to understand that the secret of all of life is compassion. Where Adam represents Chesed and Chava represents Gvura. And together they will create Rachamim, together they will partner with God, together they will create a new energy, an energy of compassion. And we're going so deep into this to understand the secret of man. Which we are learning in these weeks, Parshas, The evolution of all of these enormous concepts, which is to begin to understand Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, to understand how the Jewish nation, Bnei Yisrael, was created. Bnei Yaakov, Bnei Yisrael, we are the children of Israel. What does that mean? To understand the birth of this nation means to understand Chesed, Gvur, and Tveres. And we will go deeper into it tomorrow, but to see the magical element of it. Avram represents Chesed, he represents God, he represents the soul. He represents kindness, he represents love. But the purpose of man was, It's not enough that Avraham Avinu will be the father of all the nations. Because when Avraham Avinu marries Hagar, Hagar is the body, she's the one who narrows down. If you don't have a proper gvura, if you don't have a proper container, if you don't have a proper wife, if you don't have a proper woman, do you think Avraham Avinu started the Jewish nation? It was just the start. The start of the Jewish nation was Yitzchak. Over Yitzchak, Yitzchak, How was Yitzchak created? Through Sarah. Through somebody who was a Gvura. She was a narrow down. She was the body of Avram. 
she was always very particular and detailed when it came to the guests because she was the extrapolation process. She was the true feminine form. She was Metak and Chava. <coughs> she gave Avraham Avinu Yitzchak, not Hagar. Hagar gave Avraham Avinu many different nations because ultimately speaking, it's the woman that makes something real. So Avraham Avinu was a beautiful chesed. He represented God. He represented other Marishan. And Sarah represented Chava. She was Metak and Chava, as the Holy Kabbalists explain. She made something real out of that love. She made something real out of Avram. She made Yitzchak, which is the beginning of the Jewish nation, which is Gvura. But can you have a nation from Gvura? Can you have a nation from the woman in the purest form? Can you have a nation just with Chava? Just with the body? Just with the land? Remember that compassion means heaven and earth. Compassion means sun and the moon. Compassion means God and the Jewish people. Compassion means chesed and guru together. Compassion means light and darkness interacting all the time. So Yitzchak was gvura. Gvura that was created through Avraham Avinu. Through Avraham Avinu marrying gvura, which was Sarah, which is the narrowing down, the truth of that energy. But Yitzchak is the man, now he represents the man in the Jewish life. The first Jew is Gvura. But Eliezer went to search, in last week's parsha, he went to search for a woman who's kind, a woman who's chesed. Because now that we have the Gvura, now that we have the soul that's true, that's in its purest form, its strength, it represents quality over quantity. You're going to need a woman that's going to cultivate that, so that she's going to be the woman of that energy, the one who's going to make that energy real. What's the, really, the reality of Yitzchak? The reality of Yitzchak is Yaakov. The reality of Gvura is Rachamim. The reality of all measurement, all strength, is details, is the compassionate giving, the listening ear. The Gvura, all the Shurim we explained, spent explaining this, that Gvura is not the body for the sake of the body, but it's for the body to give out the pregnant potential. It's for the body to allow for the soul to come out. So Yitzchak is Gvura, but then he marries Chesed, he marries Rivka, who's a product of Chesed. And she's going to make him real, and she's going to give him two children. Twins! One who represents the body, Esau, he represents the body, and one who represents the soul, Yaakov. That Yaakov will struggle with Esav because Yudaikev, because he's the heel, and he will unleash through that struggle with the Esav, with the Nachash, with the serpent skin, with the body, the idolization of the body for the body. Yaakov will struggle with Esav, and then will be born Yisrael, Yasherel. Shem Kale is the name of Chesed. There will be come out a deep pregnant potential from deep within. Mayim of Rivka, from deep within the belly of Rivka, is born Yaakov, and deep within Yaakov is Yisrael. When he fights with the Malach, an evolutionary, revolutionary, godly energy, which is the birth of the Jewish nation, the birth of compassion, will spring forth from deep within Yaakov, from struggling with Esau. Esau is the Nachash, Esau is that one who wants to idolize the feminine form, wants to idolize my body and your body, wants to idolize everything material. The clothing of everything. He came out here. Esav means here. Esav means asiya. means action. Esav means the container. 
Because Rivka made the whole entire Jewish nation real. She took Yitzchak, and she was Chesed. And now Chesed and Gvura come together again, and they create compassion. But what does that compassion look like? That's Yaakov. But is Yaakov purely compassion? Yaakov has three elements. He has his brother, which is the form of the serpent, which is the idolization of the body, which begun all of the problems. And then he has Yaakov, his Yud Ekev, he's holding on to that, he's struggling with that all the time. And then deep within that, he will overcome the Malach of Esav, he will overcome Esav, he will overcome the Nachash, and he will be Megala Yisrael. He struggled with God, he divine, he showed, he transformed Adama, he transformed Edoim. Edom is Esau. He transformed it to Adam Elioim. He unleashed the infinite power that's deep within the belly of the earth. The creative energy of Yisrael. To win an angel. To beat him. To show that he's, he's triumphant. He's even greater than heaven. Because to be able to struggle with your morals, with your skeletons, to be able to look back at your traumas, to be able to look back at your immorality, to look at all your struggles in life and to transcend them, to hold them to triumph over them, to become a compassionate person, means to let go of all your trauma, to give birth to B'nai Yisrael, to, uh, means that you came from the Adama, but you became Adama Le'elioi, means you became a partner with God, means that in you is expressed the infinity of God, the Eitzachayim, the purpose of the Eitzachayim, to touch the Eitzachayim, Yes, you might have problems in your marriage, yes, you might have traumas in your childhood, traumas with your family, traumas with people, fragmentation, but all of that, one moment to touch the Eitzachayim, to transcend all of that, to struggle with Esau your whole life, and then to beat Esau, to beat him in the core, until B'nai Yisrael, till we're called Yisrael Yasharel, that I allowed my Chesed, the name of God of Kael, is the name of Chesed, that to allow that to flourish, to allow that to be unleashed, which means that I fought against the serpent skin, I fought against the body, I struggled with my self-oriented, self-preserved, self-centered narcissism, which each person has the body, which is the beginning of all corruption, which means what can I take? And then to discover what can I give? To discover the core of the Jewish nation, when you say the word Yisrael, you mean Rachamim, Yasrael, that I strove with my kindness, and I made my kindness real. That's what it means. The name Yisrael means that God's kindness became real. It was not Abraham's kindness. It was not even Yitzchak's kindness. It was Yaakov. And that's an intermingling of Abraham and Sarah and Yitzchak and Rivka. And Yaakov and Rachel and Leah, as we're going to go into deeper. But to be able to see the enormity of this parak, what he says about white and red, that Esau is the Edoim. <coughs> And to see the white, which is the soul, and to understand the intermingling of body and soul, to understand the mission, to tap into the energy of Eitz Chaim and to make it real now, which means to discover the secret of compassion. That all of this was given for compassion, that you should unleash a compassion in your soul, you should unleash a Maiset Tzedakah, that all of your life was meant what you can give, not what you can get. And all of that prepares you for, all of that gets you to a place. Everything you went through in life is what you can be able to ultimately give and give selflessly. And to be able to understand that now, to be able to see that now, and to make that your life's mission. When you tap into that, you unleash Yisrael. You unleash a hashkev vavetach, which means the inner dimension, I'm no more Yaakov. I've transported myself, I have elated, I have, I have risen above, I have unleashed the core of my soul which is the core of the pregnant potential deep in the belly of the body, deep in the belly of the Jewish people. 
which is the Bnei Yisrael, to be a godly nation, to be a nation that's full of compassion, to be a nation that's full of love, to be a nation that realizes that everything we have, we want to give to the other person, which is going to usher in the Messianic era, we're going to have 15 million people, they're not looking what we can get, but looking what we can give, which is an evolutionary process of man, to first be corrupt, and to first struggle with trauma and fragmentation and corruption and a miscalculation of the genders and a misunderstanding of what bodies are for a misunderstanding of what everything material is to struggle with addiction, to struggle with temptation to struggle with all types of brokenness which means to confront the serpent inside you but then to beat it, to transform it and to unleash the Eitzachayim to unleash and energy will be so far superior to any energy that's ever been released which would make life on this earth be infinite forever. Literally forever. Because the corruption, because through the avoidance of tzedakah, the, the obsession with compassion, as he says in this letter, we eradicate the evil forever. Till we have refined and unleashed an energy, a pregnant, infinite energy in our souls that come deep into a body that has released and expelled and expunged the evil corruption that finds itself in the serpent skin of my body. And in that space, my body becomes a temple for God. The infinity of God is revealed in my soul. And in that space, I have touched from the messianic era. I have touched from the silent, everlasting, never-ending harmony and tranquility. And it's when all 15 million Jewish people tap into this energy will be the beginning of the Messianic era.